0: Stitcher Podcast, Google Podcast, YouTube, and more. Linda Fondren wanted Vicksburg to be the most fit city in Mississippi. Walking is cheap, life is priceless. She got 2,500 neighbors to start walking with her. Let's come together to help each other. She wouldn't let them give up. And we end up losing 15,000 pounds. Linda helped reshape the community she loved, literally. If you want to be happy, you got to be healthy. Fitness. Pass it on, from the Foundation for a Better Life at values.com.
1: What is happening? Hello, angels. It's super late. Um, probably the latest that I've ever recorded a podcast episode, which is why my voice sounds a bit tired, okay? So... Regardless, I figured, you know what? Today, I truly don't have much to talk about. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but mm, being that this is, like, you know, a venting type of thing for me sometimes, if I don't have something that's screaming out at me... Um, I still want to show up because it always is super cathartic for me. So we're going to see where this conversation takes me. And I want to say thank you for spending your morning, evening, afternoon with me. I really appreciate it. So update. Yes, uh, I did not upload last week. I did to be honest, don't even know what happened last week. I I don't know what I was doing that I seem to have, I'm not going to say forgotten to do it. Yeah, I have nothing. Like I truly don't know what happened last week, but here we are today. Okay. Cause I, for (laughs) absolute certain was not going to skip two uploads. It's not going to happen. Um, absolutely not. You know, I was thinking even still, you know, on a serious note with my YouTube channel, I was having a chat with Jordan, my editor, you guys know JT, love him. Uh, And I was updating him as we normally do him. And I can talk and talk and talk. And we had a very good conversation. And I was sharing with him all of this stuff that I was going through since him and I last spoke. And in hindsight, when I was reflecting back, I was thinking to myself, I know I can't be the only person that's experiencing these certain things. First of all, okay, now you guys know I love Jesus, okay? And I happen to click on the app thing that I had called the pattern. Like I told you guys, yes, like I do think there is some truth to some astrology. I do. But I don't really like to subscribe to it as a means to dictating my life. Anyways, needless to say, I went on this app called the pattern and I saw that apparently I'm in my Saturn return. And for those of you that don't know what a Saturn return is, let me see if I can open it and I can read it because to be honest, I opened it. I saw that I was in my Saturn return and I clicked out. I was like, Oh, okay. (laughs) In all honesty. That's exactly what I did. I'm trying to figure out how I even found out that I was. Oh yeah, I got it right here. So, it says that your Saturn return is a pivotal moment and from an astro... <laughs> oh, I can't talk. From an astrological perspective, it's one of the major milestones in your life. And you become, you're really becoming an adult. So if you are not before, well, get ready. And for those of you who are into astrology, obviously, the Saturn return gets a lot of attention. And for those who are less familiar it's basically going to give you a walkthrough of what it is, the importance and the significance. I don't necessarily, I'm not going to read this entire thing. um, But in general, it's important because it represents the rules, boundaries, and limitations. So it's the structure by which societies grow and thrive and how progress can happen. Uh, Let me see. So Saturn is like a grounding energy, but it can feel limiting at times. Um, And ultimately what it's about is growth, pushing you to grow. And it's important because you want to grow and evolve, which is uncomfortable. And it can cause a lot of pressure to move. And especially when you're not ready, it can feel like you're not ready. So it's something that we are all born with. And I guess it can be sort of complex. um, And it has all these terms, right? Squaring, opposing, conjunct, or like, you know, uh, well it conjuncts squares or opposes a certain personal planet in your chart for those of you that are into astrology I don't really think many of you are really like that like on a deep level like this um it, those words are foreign to you as they are to me too um but yeah it, it basically is the Saturn return I want to actually look up a simplified version of this because this is like too in depth I've, I don't even know what it is that I just read just now um let me look it up what is a Saturn return I feel like I just see that's because I didn't read that prior to talking to you guys so (laughs) that went absolutely nowhere I'm trying to get a good definition of what it is uh okay so essentially planet wise it's when um Saturn finds its way back to the same place as when you were born it takes place from about 27 um to 30 years old and um everyone goes through it so you it usually happens in your 20s your 50s and your 80s so what happens in a saturn return is you basically leave your youth behind and you enter into adulthood so it's your second return um which your first one is like when you you come to the earth and then your second one it's more mature okay and, uh, and then your third one, apparently there's a third one, I guess. Yeah, like I just mentioned before. And that's when you're like really wise and old in age. And yeah, so 27 to 30 is when you experience it. Now, I, I can't lie to you. I-, I think there is some sort of truth to this. You know why? Because I do feel like I am more... I've been mentioning it to you guys in so many different episodes in the past couple of months. And at first... Did I just breathe in? Ooh, that was weird. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. God, it's like really late yet yeah, early morning. So like I was saying, I've been feeling like this maturity that I can't really articulate. And I'm just going with the flows of everything. Now, I don't know about you guys, but one theme I've noticed in my life is it. there's this re- recurring, reoccurring pattern where there are moments where I do sort of give my power over to certain things only to turn around and realize what I should have done in the first place and I oftentimes I literally like oscillate between okay, was this meant to happen? Did I somehow have a hand in this? because as much as I do believe everything happens for a reason I also kind of feel like we can make things happen and like kind of intercept destiny okay like i'm not trying to be insensitive when i see this and i'm not even kidding you i'm not trying to be insensitive but mm, like did you hear about the whole submersible thing the whole submarine thing okay now at first glance hearing this i'm like okay like was did they pass away because they were trying to do something great in terms of research uh, no, it kind of seems like they just, well, I guess they just wanted to check out the Titanic, which is, and don't, please, no one quote me on any of this. It's what, 13,000 feet down into the, the ocean, into the abyss? Yeah, okay, you know, like, huh and, you know, I, I, <laughs> it's coming across as insensitive, and uh, I really am sorry, but don't you notice that not many people have, like, sympathy for these people? Like, come on, like, I know you, I know you heard it's and like, no one's feeling bad because it's kind of like, did you just spend $250,000 per person to like pass away? And, and we here, we all were thinking that they were missing, but they, it imploded before they even got like close down there. I'm not even kidding. Like you can look up the research. I don't even know what the point was of me bringing that up initially. Maybe it'll come back to me, but I just thought that was really interesting. I almost on autopilot said funny, but that would have been really incorrect. Uh, it, it's really interesting to me how... So, Oh yeah, Destiny. I was talking about Destiny. <laughs> Thank you for joining down this ride. We're all over the place today. I'm going to embrace it. So yes, for people like that i think that something like that dare i say I, i've obviously i'm not god or anything but i feel like that was an interception in their destiny do i really truly believe in my own personal opinion that these people were meant to die and literally explode into smithereens in the middle of the ocean uh, no i absolutely do not i absolutely do not it's the same thing i'm not even gonna get into other things i'm not even gonna go there but now I believe that it is absolutely possible that you can intercept your destiny by making sudden and swift decisions against your better judgment. You know, sometimes we don't really listen to our gut instinct of when pe—when peop- we're feeling like, mm, this isn't a situation that I should be in, Or, and I think it's important for us to tap into that. I mean, when has it ever truly been wrong? When has your gut truly been wrong about something? And the thing is, when you can't differentiate your gut versus paranoia, then that's something that you need to work on, not listening to your own inner voice. That is something that needs to be worked on, because I often find that people that encounter that sort of issue where they just write everything they that they feel off, oh, I think I'm so overthinking, oh, I, whatever. They just don't know how to listen to that inner voice. And I have mentioned this a million times, that it is so important to learn how to exercise that muscle of understanding the difference between your intuition and paranoia. Okay? Now... In regards to the dating world, right? Because, I mean, what actually is going on in the dating world? You know, my friend Divine, she's fabulous. She has her own podcast called POV, You're My Therapist. And she was actually a guest on my podcast as well. We had a very amazing episode. You guys should check it out. Uh, she said something on her TikTok that really, really resonated with me. Hey there, your friend Stormy Warren here. And I want to invite you to my new home, the big 615, exclusively on TuneIn. So what is The Big 615? Well, simply put, it's the official home of country music broadcasting live from Nashville to the world. Download the TuneIn app from the App Store, that's TuneIn, and by the way, yes, it's free. You can also ask your device to play The Big 615 on TuneIn. Get the latest on country music, from your favorite artists to the hottest songs climbing up the charts. Oh, and it's commercial-free. That means a whole lot more music and a whole lot more country. Hear it all on the Stormy Warren Show, weekdays from 7 a.m. to 1 p.m. Central. Download the TuneIn app from the App Store. That's TuneIn. And by the way, yes, it's free. You can also ask your device to play The Big 615 on TuneIn. And I look forward to having you join me on The Big 615. This is your country station, The Big 615 all it's guard. I love the country music family. I love the country music family of artists and the country music family of songs. Some of the greatest artists to ever grace music are under the flag of country music. And some of the greatest songs in music history are under the flag of country music. The Big Six Full and Five, you're going to hear the newest that country music has to offer. At the same time, you're gonna hear the newest that the country classics have to offer i want to hear the new single from george Strait, and i want to hear it right beside the new single from luke holmes and i think the country music family is one of those families that is very inclusive and wants both the established artists and the new artists to be side by side in this thing we call country music download the tune in app from the app store that's tune in and by the way yes it's free you could also ask your device to play the baby 615 on tune in Someone mentioned something about um, Having to lose weight in order to date and then that that person I guess from my understanding that person was insinuating Hey, maybe people should lose weight before they start to date a certain type of guy because You know, it'll change the type of guy you you attract Is that statement? wrong within itself maybe not but what i love even more is what my girl divine said she said the difference is is that the only difference between dating um especially in this current social climate or this current like dating climate is just the insults that you get skinny woman this is a fact here skinny woman whatever in shape woman what have you are getting the same treatment as larger woman, curvier woman, whatever word you want to use. And I cannot deny or refute the facts that what she's saying is true. The only differences, like she said, are the insults you get. I can't actually sit here and actually tell you guys that, oh my gosh, uh, I'm married right now because I'm, I'm in shape. I'm fit. I go to the gym a lot. I do Pilates. Like I, I I've had a way better time. I honestly can't sit here and say that. Do I have my own opinions about what I think is just healthy in general? Of course. But she's right. (laughs) That's just the truth of the matter. She actually is right. I mean, you're certainly, you may attract a different type of guy, but you're not having like an easier time. You mean to tell me that, oh, because you're thin, you're not getting ghosted? Yeah, okay. You know what I mean? Like, how is it that all of us, no matter what shape and size we are, how are we all able to relate on the exact same issues? No matter what it is that that man is attracted to, you're still getting or experiencing maybe the same thing. Now, that's not to say that you should dictate your life a certain way, like oh, if I were, if I looked like this, or if I lost this, I gained this, whatever. I don't know. That's on you and your own life. I have my own perceptions and hang-ins about how I I should live my life. It doesn't matter. The point is, is isn't it funny? That we're all experiencing the same thing (laughs) i'm just saying isn't that a little funny okay so i just find that to be very interesting and right now i'm watching uh what's it called uh real housewives of new jersey and oh my god it's so juicy like i need someone to talk to about this desperately, okay, and I talk Hale's ear off all the time about it and she's already watched it like she watched it in real time when she was younger as it was happening Um <laughs> but I need someone else to talk about this with, like I need you guys to watch it with me, right now I'm on season 4 and I just, I need someone to talk to about this whole thing because I want to catch up to what's currently going on, where I'm at in the season okay the brother came around and what is it the Gorgas Joey and Melissa okay they were not getting along then they were getting along then they were not getting along now they're currently getting along after they went on some retreat that Teresa had took them on and they had a therapist named Dr. V who got everyone to start to be on the same page now Joey Gorga has flown everyone out maybe actually no I'm on season five not season four I finished season four So now Joey Gorga has everyone out on this retreat in Arizona, I believe. And there is like some sort of thing they were doing with the horse. Very fascinating stuff, right? I have a point here, I promise. And basically the exercise was for them to leave all their anxieties. Like if the, the horse, you have to pick up the horse's leg and then like take a brush and like brush off its hoof. And the only way that the horse allows you to pick up its hoof to, you know, to complete the exercise is if he feels your energy is open. So however you, you show up to the horse, he's going to respond to that energy. So it's obviously interesting to see who the horse's leg did not pick up for, which was Shocker, Teresa, Um, Melissa, it didn't pick up for either. Um Joe Judy whatever Judice he was initially scared but it ended up once he talked about at the time his situation um that he was going through at the time then it, the horse like lifted up for him but I thought it was very interesting the observation that it really is true that so many people do have a hard time being vulnerable and I do find that to be fascinating because it's almost like people have partners married and everything and yet they still have a hard time be and mind you the group that these people are in are not like strangers people that they just met these are people that they've been friends and family for tens like at least 10 years or so so how is it that you're still not comfortable and that you're still putting on for the put on and isn't it an interesting observation that the people, sometimes people that don't get along especially with family, are more alike than they think that they are. Caroline Manzo made an observation and she was saying, isn't it interesting that Teresa and Melissa were not able to complete the task because they're the same person where they can't be vulnerable in front of people. And I don't think that they see that. So it's kind of interesting what's going on in current day, presently in 2023, where it seems like they lost their way again, the, you know, the Gorgas against like Teresa, because, you know, now her and Joe are no longer together and she's married to another man. And there's a whole set of issues that are going on with that, which I don't know much about, but... I'm always trying to extract things, yes, even in rant TV, honey. I'm trying to extract the message in certain things. I picked up a couple of new books. Whenever I go out with my dad or something, I have to get, like, books. Like, I'm, you guys know, I love reading. And I picked up a book about communication. I picked up a book about, it's like a bunch of prompts for questions. Because I feel like being that I'm, well, I guess, in my Saturn return, I have this, I guess, insatiable need to always search for not about myself. And so this, like, journal type of prompt thing, it asks you a bunch of questions so that you can, you know, learn about yourself and create your own story, essentially. So I said, mm, this would be very interesting for me to I, I write some sort of autobiography one day where... I, I'm asked, I have answers to these questions. It's really fascinating to me how many times, how people don't sit with themselves, like even right now in this moment, right? I said to you guys candidly, I have no idea what it is I'm going to talk about. This is, uh, you know, to me, like the first episode where I feel like I don't have something solid self to talk about. And I thought to myself, so what? This is all like contexts for me to look back at one day. Maybe even yourself, but you know, no matter how many different things I may discuss today, there's something that you can relate to. And I realize, like, when I really take the focus off myself, and I'm thinking, hmm, people need to hear what it is that I have to say, no matter how all over the place it may be, that is just like, it's just so interesting how the enemy works, where... He just wants to take things away from me. And I found myself, like true transparent moment, slipping back into a little bit older habits of sitting on things that I've already produced. I had content that I already filmed for Instagram videos. I have content that I already filmed for YouTube, like this, the, uh, story time video that I told you guys I was going to post. I actually did post it. Now, addressing everything. Do you guys remember that I said I was going to post a story time about my subscriber and I dating the same person? I ended up not posting it just because, well, one, her and I are actually, like, still friends. Like, uh, I don't know if you guys knew that, but her and I are actually friends. And I really like her a lot. And I kind of just felt like, eh, this was a pretty traumatizing experience for the both of us, even though by the time I found out, I was well over the situation. But it's like, I don't even know if I even want to... I wanted to go and make a YouTube video about it. I I could have swore I did address it in a podcast episode, but then again, I don't really remember what I did. I don't remember if I did address it in a podcast episode because I knew I didn't want to make it a YouTube video. Or if I, I don't remember what I did at all to be genuinely honest with you. But what I do know is that mm, I kind of just, so much time has elapsed now where I'm like, yeah, whatever. What I have learned is that in recording that video that I did with the last storytime video that I'm going to have up on Sunday for you guys. I promise you I'm going to have it up from Sunday. You know why? Because Jordan's editing it. That's how we know it's going to get done. Jordan and I had a very productive call today in regards to our plan of action for the channel. Okay. So yeah, me working with him, things will actually get done. Just know that. So you guys can look out for that on Sunday, I promise you. I don't know what time it's going to come out. Um, I have to look at my analytics to see what the best time is. But now we're getting the ball rolling. Do you guys remember when I was like super, super consistent uh, and I was posting every single week and everything like that? Yeah, we're getting back to those because I know what I did to make that system work. And again, this brings me back full circle to in the beginning of my conversation where I was kind of talking about uh, what I've reflected on and as I was talking to JT what we were talking about And I realized like me giving away my power to certain things. I was sitting in the car earlier, and I was thinking ah like Was this meant to happen for me to realize like oh look I want to focus on having my own thing you guys know I also have am very invested in um, You know doing things off of YouTube And I don't like to announce things before it's done because I do believe that psychologically it's known that if you announce things before they happen you get the praise and gratification of it already being completed so it gives you less motivation to do it. Right now after that disgusting retrograde that I was in and I experienced this is the first time I can honestly say this week where... I feel like, okay, full self returning back to like my hyper productivity that I was in before. I am waking up later still, to be very honest with you. I am still going to the gym, so that's a positive thing, right? I used to come home sometimes, and if I was bored, I kid you not, I would just work out in my room and. And then I shower and go to sleep and I would get the best sleep at night because sometimes I just be so restless where I have to just shake out that energy and that would really help me get a good night's rest. Now <laughs> I'm sitting in bed and I'm like, we're hard as New Jersey. I It's like to the point where I use it to reward myself. And that's like the delayed gratification thing that I was talking about. And, and I made sure that I, again, like I said, I said to you guys, I mentioned this to you guys in a couple episodes, a couple of episodes ago. I'm sorry, my words are so jumbled. And I was saying it is so important to not, just to not stop your routine when you're doing certain things. And uh, what I I mean by that is to not stop the simple things that you were doing before. Because, for instance, I have a whole routine, right? When I come home, I don't care what it is, how tired I am i'm always usually gonna shower i put hot water like scolding hot water under my my wig because i always rinse the lace out so that i'm not getting like hairspray like stuck into it like i i would never and i have never truly like taken an old wig and just like glued it down on my head with the hairspray because how are you gonna get it to lay down properly mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. I wash my makeup brushes every single time I use them. Every single time. And I have that Cinema Secrets that I told you guys about where you just dip, you swirl your brush in, you dip, 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 doop, doop, and then you brush the product out on a paper towel and it literally cleans and dries the brushes. So you can literally use the brush as soon as you're done cleaning it immediately after. And you know, for me, I taught myself how to use like two brushes and a beauty blender. That's really all I need because I no longer use angled brushes to even do my brows. I'll just take a concealer, underline my eyebrow, and then, you know what? Wait a second. I should do a makeup, a little makeup type type of talk through video on on TikTok. Or maybe (sighs) tell me this right now. Mm -mm. I want you to DM me right now. Right right now. Yes, yes, yes. DM me right now and tell me that you want me, whether or not. Tell me that you want me. Okay? I gotta go. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> Good night. Tell me if you would like for me to record a podcast episode, do my makeup. Just talking to you guys. Just hanging out with you guys. Uh, like, tell me tell me if you would want that right now. I'm not even kidding you. Know? Because I just had that idea. It's not like something that's super innovative. But, like, you know how people are on TikTok and they're always doing their makeup. They're doing something. Very much something. Something. And the only time I've ever done my makeup was on a live, like, years ago now, right? And I I do want to do lives more. Like, I want that old-school interaction with you guys, and i got to just do it. Like, I don't even want to announce it. Yeah, uh uh-huh. It's just going to be, like, a surprise. Like, surprise, I'm live. Like, that's what I want to do, and then we'll get into more planned ones, just because I want to see who's just going to be there, you know, rocking with me. That's what I want to see, because out of all the people listening to this, okay— Fifty thousand, seventy thousand, eighty thousand of you that are listening to this. Okay, I I want to see I want to see you guys DM me. I I want to see what's going on. Okay, I want you guys to DM me. And I don't know how many I forgot how many I get per day that are listening to this. But out of all the thousands of you DM me, I am pretty responsive. Okay, like there was a time where I was practically omnipresent. I'm not gonna lie to you because. It was so much easier. Now, this is my method, okay, ready? As soon as I post content, whether it's a photo, a video, on any of my platforms, you have me for the first three hours, okay? I'm there, I'm with you, I'm rocking with you. We're rocking together for the first three hours. After that, I then take a break, because it's a lot of energy. Let's be real here, it's a lot of energy. And then I will come and answer as it's coming into my phone. Right? Uh, and, and answer it like that, like a couple a day, maybe 50 comments. I'll answer a day. Um, 100 is a lot, but we'll see. You know, it it's, it's gonna it's gonna vacillate. But you guys are catching my drift, so I want you guys to do that. That was just a brief little pause intermission thing, because uh, I was thinking about that the other day. I'm like, you know what? I just want to. I know I promised that I it was gonna be visual. Here I am again, stuck. Right? Oh, but it has to look like this and like mm, like yeah i want it to look like that and uh, like enough like i need to just get it done because i want to see you guys as i'm i want to see i want you guys to see me as i'm talking <laughs> and not for nothing okay like podcasting itself is so informal it-